Hello everyone, it's Jocelyn here with another episode of Faith on the Journey. And I'm very excited to have my brother in Christ here, Coach Eric Morris. He is hey, the up? coach. <laughs> uh, not just a coach where he play, uh, shows the guys how to play basketball, right? But he's also a life coach. He's an author, he's a motivational speaker, and he's just doing a lot of things to bless the community. And so we're thankful to have you here, Coach. Thanks for having me. It's always a blessing to be able to pour into people, so I'm glad to be here. Yes, Mr. Eric Morris. So uh, before we get started into talking about the conversation that's going to be very interesting today, the subject that we're hitting on, can you let our guests know a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, Coach Morris or Eric Morris. Uh, wow, 15 years in education, uh, life coach, uh, actually done a lot of speaking, uh, dealing with young people and young adults as far as the issues that we deal with crime, violence, and I also do a lot of things with self-awareness, uh, self-development, and been in the Chicago uh, school system for about 15 years working on all aspects from coaching basketball to actually teaching and professional development, and actually being an administrator, so I've been blessed to do a lot of things in and outside of the city. Yes, I know you have a heart for people and yes. <laughs> addressing real issues. That's yes. one thing I can say about you, Coach. You keep it real. You keep it 100 uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> when uh -oh. it comes to these subjects. And so I wanted to have you on the show today because we had a conversation a couple weeks ago about an issue that you found yourself life coaching about. Yes. And before I go into that, um, tell me a little bit about your life coaching, what you do. So um, there's a, a lot of things that men go through. And so what I do is uh, when I deal with men in certain topics and certain issues, uh, I literally have a, uh, an office where they come in and they share and we get down to the nitty gritty as far as uh, what they're dealing with. And that goes from everything from relationships, what uh, happens in their relationships, what type of issues and struggles that they have uh, from absentee fathers all the way to uh, addictions. Uh, whether you know whether they be sexual addiction, drugs, or something that they've been through. So uh, every second Monday, which I just started here in the Chicagoland area, we meet. And that started from a book uh, called Every Man's Battle. And then we went on to some other things where we sit down and we address real issues that are not being addressed and or issues that people don't want to talk about because they're scared to lose members. It's, mm. And I'm speaking to church people right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's sure. talk about that because there are certain issues that churches just don't like to touch on. Yeah, it, it's 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 sad when when young men come. It's first of all, let's be honest. It's hard to get men in the ministry, and I believe that men's ministry is more than pancake breakfasts on Saturday morning football games. And I believe a lot of these men are men are dealing with things, and it goes into their their raising their children, their their marriages, their relationships. So when they go to pastors. A lot of the pastors don't want to talk with it because they're they struggled with it. So I don't want people to know who I used to be. But uh, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. So having an addiction to something like sexual addiction, it's like oh can't talk about that or I don't know how to address that. And then we don't direct people to write counseling. We don't direct. So we, we, we say, well, just join a ministry or, or or get with the men's group. But the men's group is not addressing. We're talking about everything from, from football or uh, uh, your haters. No, we're not talking about haters or uh, uh, trying to recover from other things. And when this is a huge problem in not just in the secular world, but also in the body of Christ. It's so a let's huge name problem. it. So, so what if you haven't figured it out yet? We're talking about sexual addictions here, right? And pornography. I was just looking up statistics. It's yeah. crazy. It says thirty-five yeah. percent of all internet downloads are related to porn. Yeah. Forty million Americans are addicted to porn. Yeah, that's serious. And you would think that that's just oh, that's the outside world, but it's people in the church. It's pastors addicted right. to porn. Right. It's members that you're sitting next to in the pew. So tell me some of the things that you discovered 
discovered while coaching and working with men in ministry? So one of the biggest things people don't understand is um, there, there are statistics just with Christian and the body of Christ men. So some of the biggest uh, hotels put out stats on when people rent porn is doing conferences. Bible conferences, pastoral conferences. And so it's this time where we're getting, I'm getting away to, to, to play. The boys will be boys type syndrome. And what's happening is they're saying it's, it's, so, it's, so, uh, it's so challenging for us in the body of Christ because nobody addresses. So what I'm going to do, I'm not going to look at it when I'm around my wife. I'm not going to look at it when I'm in church. But when we go to these conferences, I can rent a room. I'm doing what I need to do as far as what I'm doing. And so they said there are so many rentals in these hotels from, uh, I think it's over 35%. And so when I talk to these guys, they tell me. They say I go to massage parlors. I do whatever I can when I'm not around. I put this, as you would say, mask on mm -hmm. to mask who I really am or what I'm really struggling with. And so the wife knows it. But the pastor is more, con and I'm gonna be very honest, and this might not, and this might rub people the wrong way. I'm more concerned about what you're giving me than what I can give you. Meaning finance, keep coming. Oh, it'll, it'll go away. No, this takes work mm -hmm. because a lot, if you uh, there's a, a series that I use called the Conqueror series. This also has a lot to do with your your mental state. Just like if you're taking a shot of cocaine. Pornography releases certain things in your brain. I'm not getting into the scientific part of it, but it's almost like you're addicted. It's like sugar. And so I uh, I talk about the, the mindset of it, the, the fantasy side of it, like you, the thing that you want, you think about. And so I can't do it around my wife or friends because they think I'm, I'm weird and crazy. But I'll go do it away from that. And, and then I put this mask on like, I really love God, but I'm really struggling with it. And so I've had guys that come tell me, uh, I was at one uh, event and we were sitting down having a discussion and the guy said, man, I get it any way I can. Mm. And so what happens that now you go home and you it happens to your family. Or I have young men say, man, I would literally be in the room with a prostitute or watching it and I'll be on a FaceTime with my wife. But they don't know what's going on in the background. And my daughter and my son is like, hey, dad, when you coming home? So uh, it's, 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 and it, when I say this, it hits on all levels. So you have the businessman that's addicted to it that has a relationship with Christ. And you had a brother who's just, just, he got some issues on the low end. So these guys go to Brazil. I know men that pay to go. And they pay they pay this money. Some of y'all might know what I'm talking about because it might be happening at home. And they go and they pay for uh, prostitutes or they go and they go to these shows and this stuff is being played on uh, in their cars. They got a secret way of watching it. So, I mean, what you're saying is is, is so many layers to it. So it might start yeah. off as porn on the internet. But right. then, if you're not getting satisfied on that level, it can elevate to prostitutes, but, but, yep. escorts, however you can get it. Because is it is kind of like you said, a drug. Where right. The like first hit, is it gives you right. one level, but it's not enough. you got to right. go further. further. That, yes, and the thing is, you, you're, you're, and I could go on the spiritual end of it, real spiritual end, but you're also satisfying a need. Mm -hmm. And so what you find yourself doing, I need to get it any way I can, meaning if I got to watch it at the job and get fired or I have to get my own personal computer. Because now, and people understand porn is a billion-dollar industry. Right. And there's no filters now with the Internet. So you can't police it. Mm. You cannot police it. And so what happens is jobs and other places are trying to filter, but there's always a back door. There's always some place you can go and watch it. And what's happening in the body of Christ, men are not getting that addressed because men feel like I'm embarrassed. if I. We'll talk about the heroin addict. We'll talk about the, the, the drinker. We'll talk about everything but pornography. Why? Mm -hmm. Because, and, and this is key, a lot of people in leaderships in their church is struggling with it too. So I can't deal with it. 
if I'm struggling, no, you can if you come together as a group and say, you you take me, I take you, let's battle this thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And it's funny, I mean, when you're saying this, I'm thinking to myself, I'm sure there's plenty of women who are addicted to pornography just he, the same, too. Yes, there, there is. And, and it's books like Every Woman's Battle. Uh, there are women that are addicted. And, and I'll be honest with you, a lot of this stuff started... Uh, when I when I hear testimonies about people overcoming and being set free, started when they were younger. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's have real. I'm gonna have real conversation. A lot of people they don't they don't get taught the biblical way of addressing a sexuality. Right. It's always my uncle, a magazine, go get a beer, mm-hmm. go down to the basement. I'm I'm speaking for the hood types of you. I'm right. sorry. So you <laughs> learn from your uncle or a dad doing some slick stuff, or you run across dad's movie. So what happened? The enemy plants that seed as a kid. So then next thing you know, by the time puberty kicks in, which is normal, I teach out. I am a health teacher. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're like, wait a minute. And then you got the music. You got stuff on TV. Stuff ain't filtered like when I was coming up. And I'm not that old. Please don't get it. So now I can be like, boop, and I can go on a Bravo network or Oxygen and Mm -hmm. see like some some kind of risque stuff. And now I'm feeding that. And then next you know, okay, I want to see what this looks like. Right. You know, without that. And then next you know, you're in front of a computer for hours or you're spending money. And so uh, people really don't understand how damaging it is. Let's talk about it because people don't realize how damaging it is. It it, it actually, I hear many people who have had porn addiction say, well, you know, I'm really not hurting anybody. So address Uh, that. Well, you're hurting yourself. Mm -hmm. First thing is self, is self hurt because that's now I can go there, right? You're literally, let's, let's do, I ain't going in all the Greek and stuff. I could, but let's look at what you're watching. You're watching two other people have sex. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. Depending on what you like or what your fetish is, so you're literally being. It's almost. It's a. It is a form of perversion. And so what you do is you whatever you can't be satisfied with in your marriage. I'm gonna look at it and then try to get that person to satisfy what I see, and that becomes damaging. Then you're looking at for my males that a woman in a totally different light. Because in your mind, you're looking like, why can't my wife and or whoever I'm in relationship with, I, that's, that's what you're, you're feeling that. Well, why can't I get that? I'm just telling you what men tell me. And so that's damaging because now you're arguing. And now there's, uh, the bed is defiled. And then, and, so you, you, and then knowing Christ, you're really crossing the line. Because then, and I'm, can I go there? Then you get into other things like masturbation. Mm-hmm. And now you're satisfying yourself. And, 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 and defiling yourself in a different way. So these are other ways that uh, can be harming. And then watch this. You're taking these same things and you might be pouring them into somebody else like your son or nephew or, or a kid like, oh, it's just a female or, you know, do what you need to do or uh, I'll show you how to do this. So there's, it's, it's very subtle or uh, learning things you should not be learning. And then you got to think about the person who's actually doing that film. I had a chance to uh, hear an interview from an ex-porn star. And they don't tell you what really goes on behind the scenes. The blood that they got to wipe up, the feces and stuff that you don't see. Or how they they get trapped into doing something and they see the money, the runaways, the drugs. uh, How many of them on drugs when they're actually doing that. So uh, don't think that you're not hurting. A lot of them are drugged up before they do it by choice. Like I... The scene. I can't do this scene in a normal manner. I got to go take drugs. So I was listening to this same woman who goes around the world, and she says it. She said, and she tells her, she said, I can't have children 
Mm. I've had every known disease. I had a chance to look at a 2020 special where they had a doctor that actually um, worked in the industry. And she said, I've seen every disease in places they shouldn't be. Not that people should get disease anywhere. But I'm like, and she said, I've seen it. And then I've seen these people shame. They're scarred unless there's some healing because I can't get a job because what you do on film is going to pop up and what you do in the magazine. Mm -hmm. So as I was beginning to listen to this and I was like, and I had a, a man come to me about two months ago. He said, my pastor will not address this because he's scared to lose members. Mm, but what if we don't? What if we continue to be silent? And that's the thing. So many people are struggling with this. But since we're not talking about it, we just struggle alone and the addiction continues. Right. It's, it's almost like, let's see if it goes away. Just mm -hmm. like abuse. Just like women being beat up. In the Christian relationship, now, people don't want to talk about that either. But we want to, we want to jump, we want to shout, we want to roll on the ground, <laughs> we want to do all this, fall out, throw money on me, and you got a problem, right? You have a as soon as you get done with that, because remember the the enemy waiting on you right outside the building. You going right to the computer. You going right. right to some fantasy you have. You going you going to sneak off with the guys. It's, and see, this is the thing that's very subtle. And so when we sit down and when we talk, I tell guys, we can't sit down and just talk. You got to make a conscious decision to go through this. It's, it's, that's why the book is called Every Man's Battle. And this is why some of the other stuff is called like the conquer. You have to conquer it because it don't go away overnight. This is years of, of, of habits. This is years of hiding and deception and lies because most people do it in the dark. They're watching in the dark. Especially if you say, you ain't sitting up there, okay, now if you got a relationship with your wife like that, then you might, I don't know what kind of counseling you need, but y'all shouldn't be, that's just my, per, that's my right. biblical opinion. And so those are some of the issues we do. We're so quick to talk about the drunk and everybody else, but we won't deal with this because some of our leaders are struggling with it. Right. So we got, we got to speak out about it. Right. And this this is one way in which we're doing it. We're you know bringing light to the issue right. because if you're struggling with it, I want you to know you're not by yourself. There's so many people right. who understand this, but we're able to break the addiction. You know, there's somebody who is a well-known pastor who um, is very open about his past struggle, Michael Todd, who I love his work right. that he does. And he said he was addicted, I think he said, for probably 10 years. But look at where God brought him. So here's the thing about shame. The devil likes to keep us in shame. He likes to keep us isolated. He likes to make us feel like what we're struggling with is who we are. And we know that that's not the case because by the blood of the lamb, yes, we're covered and we're cleansed, right? But if you don't speak to these issues that you're struggling with, if we continue to just uh, be by ourselves with it, then we're going to stay stuck in that place and that issue is going to still continue to have a hold on us. And so if you're struggling with an addiction, we need you to be able to reach out to somebody. It might not be your pastor. Your pastor might not be at a place where they are ready to address it, but you need real people in your life who will point you to the word of God and will walk with you through that and not judge you in that process right and, and, and that's the thing i think a lot of people are afraid of being judged by things um and they feel like i always tell people i tell kids this i said you're going through something so when you get through the next person that's getting ready to go through it you'll be able to share with them because it's voices that other people not might not hear my voice but they might hear it from you they might hear it from you so the the problems don't change just the faces Pornography been around probably since the beginning of time, since sin, since the fall. It was just different. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is, okay, man, I, I, I beat this. Now it's, here's, here comes a 17, 18-year-old young man who needs to beat this because everything is so accessible now. You pick up the phone, they got cartoons. Because I, I, I work in a school and I work in a high school. And so now they have all these things where child pornography, just stuff that you can just put a push of a button. So whatever your struggle is, your, your struggle is not for you to walk in it. Your struggle is for, to walk out of it and to help somebody who's walking in it come out of it.
That's it. And that's any struggle. That's why you have a testimony. It is a test. That's why you have a message because you've been through mess and you got to go get the next person. It's let me get right and get you or let's walk it out together. And that's what a lot of men don't want to do. Pride. I ain't walking out with you. Why? Because I don't want you to know I'm struggling with you. I want you to feel like I'm a little bit better because I don't. I don't watch full porn, but I just watch half of it. No, porn <laughs> is porn. I just watch HBO. I don't watch that other stuff. So, right, right, right. You know, so let's just, you know, that's just real conversation. I'm sorry for keeping it real. Of, and there's somebody probably right here right now, One probably got porn hub on their thing right now. I tell the kids in school, I say, I know y'all on this stuff. And it, you watching it. Eye gate, ear gates. It's stuff that you putting into your spirit. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, pride of life. These are things that will destroy, trust me, they will destroy you. You tell me these stories, but when you overcome, when you walk it out through discipline, through prayer, through fasting, through getting counseling, please listen to me very carefully. Don't think counseling does not work. Oh, man, I don't need to no shrink. Yeah, don't look at a shrink. It's a lot of stuff going to shrink that you don't you get this together. Your wallet, your relationship, your mind. Yes. So Come you better on. get it together now. And, 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 and that's what I tell people. We... You, you want help, but there's a process. Yes. And you're not going to go to sleep and get up and say, oh, pardon, pornography gone, I'm straight. No, because the enemy going to call you. What you're like, your wife made you, man, man go, go, go hang out with the guys. Look where they're going. They're going to a strip club. Then next, you know, you're in front of a computer. Mm, man, good word, coach. I ain't going to get on my table. Man, no, no, we need to talk about it, so I appreciate you. So as we wrap this segment up, is there any last words that you want to say to anybody who's watching this segment today? You, let me say this. You're not alone. Get with some real people that's going to address it. And if you really want help, listen to me. Just cry out to God and say, send me the right people. Send me the right leadership. Let us bring this up. And don't be afraid to go to your pastor and say, we need to address it. Put the barbecue down and the pancake breakfasts and football games and say, it's brothers dying spiritually and we're worried about other stuff. This is not about your best life now. This ain't about getting your credit fixed. This ain't about... Uh, uh, you need to be financially safe. Not this, not now. We have brothers, and y'all know in y'all ministry, brothers that struggle. And we got to address it. You cannot, if you really care about people, you wouldn't worry about if they're members or not. Mm. You worry about, I got to help them. Whether they, go to my whether they go to my church or not. So Good Because stuff. the guys that come to my group, they don't, some of them don't even go to church. They just won't help. I need to kick this. And so what happens? I'm available to do that. So, Man, oh, we're able to do that. So, so tell me if someone wants to reach out to you, get more information, learn about your services and what you, what you do. How can they reach out to you? Oh, uh, you can go to www.ericmorrisinfo.org and just leave a request, uh, and we'll get right back to you. Uh, I also do every second Monday over in Palos Hills. Uh, uh, you can uh, call the number. There's a flyer out, but it, it's actually you can go through the website, which is mine, and I'll get right back in touch with you because because this is sensitive. We only want people that are serious, and it's limited, because you got a bunch. You got 20 men, then it becomes a conference, and folks just get the woo woo, clap clap, and they don't leave. We want to sit down, we want to talk, uh, and we want to address these issues. So, and we only want to deal with people that are serious about changing. You know, I don't. We don't want to do the wishy washy, but we want to walk you through it as men. So, uh, and we want to talk about it. And. Uh, I don't mind t having women in the group if need to be. If they, we have places where we can just say, hey, we can talk about this. But 
our brothers, our men, we are the leaders, we are we are the foundation, we gotta get this together. So www.ericmorris.com, I won't forget my email, morris.mentor <laughs> at gmail.com. Well, we surely appreciate you, Coach. Thank you so much. We hope that you all who are watching or listening on this podcast today were blessed and encouraged and that you seek the help that you need. If you're in the situation or if you know somebody who's struggling with this, please pass this message along. That's why we're here through Faith on a Journey to just be a resource to talk about real issues, to let you know that you're not by yourself in this. We're all in this journey together. And, and when we're struggling, the one thing we don't want to do is struggle alone. And you don't have to do that. We have a community here. And more importantly, we have a God who is with us every step of the way. Most definitely. So we appreciate you all for tuning in. And please join us next Friday again for another Faith Friday episode. But until then, keep the faith. Stay on the journey. <laughs>